Fulfillment shows up after a solution is earned. Anything worth having first requires both effort and sacrifice. No matter who you are or what you do, whether you're a single mom or a CEO, the common denominator is this, that we all have a seven-day hustle. They don't all look the same, but they're there regardless of our situation. Here's the thing. Struggle shouldn't always produce more struggle. If done right, it should result in a dance. What we do throughout these seven days reflects directly on our progress forward. All right, welcome to the next episode of the Seven Day Hustle. Uh, I've got a friend of mine that I've just recently gotten to know a little bit better, Eric Rogers. And Eric, tell us briefly who you are, uh, what you do, kind of a little bit of back, about your background to catch us up to speed, and then we'll get into what we're going to talk about. Yeah, man, I am a pretty recent business owner. Like, I'm in a startup phase of Rogers Fitness Academy. I founded it about two years ago, and what I do is I help entrepreneurs um, increase their performance at the highest level through fitness, nutrition, mindset coaching, and time management. So I'm basically a, a personal development coach, a performance coach. And mm-hmm. my main goal is to figure out what any limits are in, in somebody that's stopping them from getting to that next level. Obviously the health and the balance so that their, their family's taken care of, you know, their home life and just fixing every aspect of their life. So they win. Sure, and sure. yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love it. One um, thing my- I like about you is that I've seen through your online profile, because we, I mean, we, to, to the audience, we have never met in person, but we've gotten to know each other over social media. Yeah. But uh, if you don't already know who Eric is, he's a very large individual. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so it, you know, when he says he is a fitness performance mindset coach, you can tell that he lives every day, what he's coaching on too. And, and that just, in my mind, it, it definitely, sets somebody as a as a uh, top performer in their industry when you right. can tell through their lifestyle that they're passionate about what they're doing. 100%. Yeah, when you can take your lifestyle and mm-hmm. what you love and turn it into a profession, right? you'll win every time. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I love the grind. I love that seven-day hustle. It's my life. It's, yeah. it's everything yeah. I got. And so, yeah, I, I don't skip a step at that point. I, I feel like that's that's definitely something to think about. If you are skipping steps, maybe you're not that passionate about it, right? Well, I mean, there's a good point because you have to ask yourself, how really committed are you? Right. You know, and that's kind of a good segue into what we were going to discuss is the idea of embracing struggle. Now, you know, if you're if you're looking to make changes, there's going to be a certain amount of um, just morphing that has to happen, which comes with its own certain with comes with the, with its own struggle, its own pain. And so, you know, uh, how somebody, the growth that's in relation to that, you know, when somebody experiences struggle, you're going to have two responses. Is this worth what I'm trying to get to, or is it not worth it? You know, if it's worth it, You've got there. There's a, a mindset that I feel like you have to establish before you go into something like that. Like you have to understand what you're going to do with pain yeah. before you experience it. Yeah, which is my main goal with the fitness and nutrition. I use it as a tool 
mm-hmm. to push stress and chaos in your life intentionally every day mm-hmm. and change the way you think about those about those things when you're in it. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're it's neuroplasticity. You are changing the way you think about pain. You're changing the way you think about stress. And so when you go out into the real world and you are experienced with that and your intentions correct mm-hmm. and your your brain is wired correctly you'll be calm in the storm right and you'll see through it like oh this is just a test you get through right. it you're more prepared right stress management right right how did you get to the point to where you realize this is something important well i mean my whole past is you know, can i cuss on here is that yeah no you're good the word the word would be fucked right yeah yep. my past is fucked and from the age of seven up to 24 um i you know experienced a ton of childhood trauma i grew up in a in a in a place in a household that wasn't necessarily safe for me i you know a lot of abuse sexual abuse um suicidal thoughts and drug addiction you know i started taking drugs at eight years old and at the age of 24, you know, I'm married, I have a kid, four-year-old boy, um, and I'm just a piece of trash, dude. And I was an electrician at the time. I was about to be a, a journeyman. And um, so I had a solid job, yeah. but I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. I was a liar. I was everything bad under the sun you can think of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to this point where my wife and my kid left me. They're like, they, they just saw that I wasn't fit for a father or a husband. Yeah. And so they're like, bye, we're done. Right. And, and there's something to be said about that. Like you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself to make your environment good. Right. It's not going to happen for you if you're not happening for you. And so I, you know, me being a victim, that mentality that I had because of all the trauma, all the bad meth addictions, just abuse, like violence, incarceration, homelessness mm-hmm. that I went through. It wasn't my fault. And I got to this point where, you know, four months after my wife and son left, I got to this point where I, I was going to take my own life. And I, I tried to. And it was that moment where I kind of had this, I got hit with this responsibility. For the first time in my life, I was taking responsibility for the past, I was like, holy shit, I got myself here. Like, it wasn't their fault. I had no one else to, to, to blame anymore. Everyone left. So I got in that position, rock bottom, to where I had to look around and point that finger at me. And because of that, I, I was empowered to, to say, like, if I change what I do today, I can change my future. And, and a lot of it, the motivation was just obviously losing my, my wife and kid. And, um, you know, I, I pictured my son calling someone else dad. I pictured my wife being loved by another man better than I ever could, yeah. you know, and it hurt me. And I, that was my main motivation was like, I, I can be that, like I can be, I can be better. But yeah. I told myself, like, I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to try as hard as I can. And if life's not worth living in a year, like I'm going to take my own life. And so I committed, I committed with a knowing that I was going to take my life in a year. It's like, it's like that. If, if this doesn't work out, then it's then it's just plain not going to work right like if 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 i give every if i give my self every opportunity that i can and i invest into myself yeah if i can't do that then life doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. i will get nowhere no matter how hard i work like exactly. i'm just destined for failure mm-hmm. 
And I'd swear that all in mentality was created in my life. Yeah. I was always all in. I was just all in on the wrong side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the drugs, yeah. all the alcohol. Yeah. I couldn't stop. Well, and, and so I, I switched that drive. There, there's something to be said for analyzing yourself and good qualities and good traits versus bad ones. Now, being all in, just like you just said it, it's not always a bad thing. It's just where are you placing that? Yeah. You know, I mean, we could we could get into the whole topic of somebody that or a kid that has ADD. It's not that their something is functionally wrong with them. What you're looking at is a high performer at a young age. That's all <laughs> you're doing. <laughs> and I agree so, with that. You know, if you have if you're, if you have a tendency, tendency to be all in, and I can attest to that, I look at myself as I'm zero to a hundred. Like I don't have much of a middle ground when I, when I sink my teeth into something, it's like, all right, how far can I go with this? You know? And sometimes that will be to my, to my biggest disadvantage because something like hobbies, you know, I'll do something that I don't normally do every day, like, like paintball for one. And I'll, like, I enjoyed this for the two hours I did it. I all of a sudden need, like, if I'm going to do this again, I need to show up with this type of equipment. I need to invest this much money. I need to, you yeah. know, and so, <laughs> you know, you're all in, but recognizing, I feel like psychoanalyzing yourself is something that people don't do very often. Mm -hmm. And they look at awareness, right? Self-awareness. And they look at the direction they're headed and, right. and either take that as negatively upon themselves versus look at, all right, what qualities do I have that are good? Just what am I doing with those? hundred percent. You know, what you want to do is look into the future. And if it creates anxiety in you, mm -hmm. then what you're doing today is mm -hmm. not taking you to, to that direction. Right. Right. And, and if you have any anxiety, you need to really check yourself and sit there in the pain and mm -hmm. say something needs to change and you need to take action on that. That's that's the difference between uh, success and, and ordinary. Right. Ordinary, they want things, but they can't change their daily habits to get there. Right. You know, if you can go to sleep every night, lay in bed and, and say, I, I did everything I, I had to do, bro, you're going to be 100 times more successful and happy than the person that goes to sleep, like with conviction right. saying like, Oh, I, sh I shouldn't have drank that. Oh, I shouldn't have eaten that food. Oh, you know what I mean? So right. discipline is very key right? and, and a joyful life right. in my right. opinion. Well, and it, or if nothing else, knowing what you need to do, because a lot of times, I mean, you'll, you'll be at that point to where you're checking, like it's the end of the day, you're going to bed and you're rewinding a quick rewind through the day. And you're like, all right, well, I didn't do this. I did, and you're you're checking off the checking the boxes of what you did and didn't do for that day on optimally uh, optimally what would have been the best case scenario. Yeah, but you're gonna feel lost if you don't know what you should have done. You know, like well, I didn't do what I wanted to do to satisfy in something inside me, but I don't know what to do different. You know, right. so whether or not you checked all the boxes or not going to bed, just knowing that, all right, I at least know what direction I need to go. I need, I know where I'm going to start and pick back up tomorrow. I know the next move. Yeah. Because yes. if yep. you don't know the next move, then you're really lost. 
Exactly. You got to reflect upon your behaviors, your actions and your attitude. And if you're missing, if you tried your hardest and you still didn't check all those boxes, then you need to give yourself grace and do better tomorrow. And that's it. I mean, just continuing to progress every day is mm-hmm. the type of people that get really down on themselves, mm-hmm. the perfectionist that have a hard time leveling up yeah. because they're yeah. constantly stuck in like what they didn't do and what they don't have, not what they're doing and what they do have, Yeah, you know, and that's, it's a big difference, you know? Yeah. Perfectionism is a, is a bitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think, I think it's, it's, it can be used as a, as a tool, it can be used as your biggest ally or your biggest destruction, you know, because if you don't know where to draw the line and I can attest to that for myself and it's because I can be considered somewhat of a perfectionist and like, I'll admit that of myself. Yeah. To the point though, where you have to understand where the limit is, like it's okay to have those perfectionist tendencies at what cost is it going to allow other things to struggle? You know, because sometimes you have to real like progress over perfection is really what you need. Yeah, speed. And and if that's the difference into whether or not you make a change in the positive direction for your life, if you're going to show, if you're not going to show up because you know you're not going to be perfect, then you're going backwards. Yeah. You know, whether it's a matter of going to the gym, like my first step in going to the gym was getting a membership. Like I did not go to the gym the first day. I went and got a membership and went home, you know, <laughs> but yeah. that was that was the first step. Right. Um, so before we get too far away from it, I'm really curious, what does an eight-year-old drug addict look like? Like how does an eight-year-old get into that? Um, well, for me, the first time I ever took anything was by i'd say it was circumstance and accident i found my mom's pills you know painkillers and i tried one and it was the first time in my life where i well since since what happened to me at seven happened that i felt okay Mm -hmm. i felt safe Mm -hmm. and i realized at that point like hey man like this is what i need and i mean i wasn't like a pill i couldn't get drugs every day at that age right but i was a kid that went into the medicine cabinet and took four doses of Benadryl just to just to survive but the desire the the desire for a chemical change in your feeling was there yeah it was the really what it was is me I was running away from pain and that's why I speak about embracing the pain so much is because that's exactly what I was doing I wasn't doing it for the high I was doing it so I could stop hurting I was, I was sexually molested at seven years old. Like, and I didn't tell anyone I tried to kill the Sunday school teacher with, I poured bleach in, in her coffee. And that's actually why I kept it a secret Yeah, because I was, she got really sick and I was afraid I was going to get in trouble. Yeah. I kept that a secret up until this year. And so I've been fighting this traumatic battle in my head my whole life. And it was painful. I had no one to tell. I, I couldn't tell anyone. And so when I found drugs, it took that edge off. And where I could survive drugs single-handedly saved my life because I would have committed suicide a long time ago if yeah. I didn't have them. Yeah. So it got me to this point where I hit rock bottom at 24 so that I can come and rise out of the ashes 
and be able to embrace the pain. And so I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm, I'm one of those types of people. And yeah. um, I believe that there's a very big purpose to pain because I want to be who I am without it. Well, and there's, I, I've always heard a, heard a saying when I was, when I was real young, probably about that same, you know, eight to 10 years old, there was a, a radio drama series that I listened to as a kid right. growing up. And it was, I was very fortunate to grow up in the household that I did. It was uh, uh, faith-based. And so everything that we, was fed into us, you know, my, my, my parents weren't perfect. My household wasn't perfect. Um, yeah. You know, there was, their, their dynamic was, um, because I know my mom's going to listen to this, I'm going <laughs> to choose my words wisely, but uh, essentially they, they got divorced when I was 18 and the, slow burn in their relationship that led to that was throughout my childhood. Yeah. I mean, so, but one of the phrases that I heard and I'll never forget is you don't have to get hit by a brick to know that it hurts, but you have to get hit by a brick to know how it hurts. Yeah. And sometimes like, and so with this idea of embracing struggle, we are going to experience pain in life because that's just how life is. You know, we yeah. can try to, we can try to ask ourselves why, or we don't think it's fair or we don't like it, but that's, if you want to sit there with that argument and spend the next, however much time on that topic, then you go do it. Yeah. The way I approach the, the, the argument that it's not fair that I'm going through this. Why is this happening to me is a bunch of bullshit because it's happening for a, positive reason right because the only way we don't we don't grow when we're happy we don't grow when we're when we're killing it when we're winning we don't grow Mm -hmm. we grow when we're struggling we grow when we're in pain we grow through betrayal Mm -hmm. we grow through fights Mm -hmm. i mean that's where we have that's we find ourselves in the middle of the war in the middle of the battlefield not at the top of the mountain you know what i mean you find yourself when you're scared shitless right you're not going to make it that's you, where you find a strength inside of you. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so you, that, those, those wins and those successes, if all you ever experienced was struggle, then no, things wouldn't be worth it. You know, no. if you, if, if all you did was put yourself through struggle in order to experience more struggle on the other end, there's a relation to that, to where the struggle that you are experiencing right now for this topic, there is a silver lining at the end of it. Yeah. But don't think that that silver lining isn't going to be met with other struggled areas in, uh, in more directions. And so if all, if all you experienced was this struggle produces more struggle, then there wouldn't be a point to it. You know, so understanding that there is a reward to the end of it is, yeah, makes it worth it. I think there's an exception to it though. Okay. And at that exception is it like, look, from seven to 24, I struggled, 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 struggled. There was no win, bro. There was right. no other side. There was no silver lining. Right. And so I, at that point, like I literally, my silver lining was drugs. Like I got rewarded with some meth, with whatever I could get my hands on. Right. I didn't see that. I was that person. Like, it's never going to get better. Life fucking sucks. This is stupid. You know what I mean? Right. And I was ready to kill myself. It's when you open your mind up and make a decision to change and and take responsibility that that struggle was happening because you caused it Mm -hmm. in some way or another. 
It's your fault how you react to it, at least. Yeah. Then the silver lining comes. And if you can be grateful in that struggle, then the silver lining comes. It's a test, Ben. You know what I mean? If you're a victim, you will just struggle your whole life and you'll never win. And I see it. We see it everywhere, bro. You know what I mean? So would, would you agree that it's, it's how you respond to that struggle that brings your silver lining? hundred percent. Because, because I agree with what you're saying. Like sometimes you will just always experience struggle. I agree with that. Yeah. But your response and your, and, and your responsibility Mm -hmm. that you accept or don't accept with that is what's going to determine the outcome that's what makes you win right there big big too like that's where you start to see opportunity like i i went from a huge like bad influence that got half the town addicted to coke to someone that stole lied robbed you know what i mean to this person that people look up to right and respect and listen to and they ask me to mentor them right like this would have never happened if i didn't open my eyes and take responsibility you know I'd, i'd probably be dead right now right so you know like I believe that that's the key contributor to the silver lining. Yeah. I think that uh, where that comes into a big area of difficulty for people is when you have to take responsibility for might, for something that might not be yours. Yeah. You're taking responsibility for the reaction. Right. Right. And so we can go through. uh, So, all right. You could have said, well, it's not my fault that they introduced me to this or they impressed on my life negatively. So what I'm experiencing isn't my fault. It's their fault. Well, whose results do you want to have yours or theirs? Right. Yeah. No one's holding, no one's making you sit there and depressed and shoulder slump and broke. Nobody's forcing you to do that. So if if they were, you're being kidnapped and you're locked in the basement. Yeah, it's their fault. Go ahead and blame them all you want. You're allowed to. Right. Right. But even in that situation, this is where I start to talk about character. Yeah. Right. It's the one thing that nobody can take away from you. It's right. The, right. You can take people can take your clothes, your money, your job, your family, yeah. everything, but what's internal. And that's what my goal is for my clients is to build upon that and build that character so strong that no matter what happens, right. That you will not break. You will not break conduct character. You will not change your morals. You will not change your values. You are this, this is your identity. So look at a man that's struggling. Mm -hmm. Like who are you on your bad days? That's your true character. It's not Mm -hmm. when everything's going great. Your true Mm -hmm. character is defined by who you are, how you react Mm -hmm. when everything sucks. That's like, the core of what you need to build up, in my opinion, that's personal development. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to somebody that is in that place you found yourself at 24 and leading up to it? Because, you know, from eight to 24, that's, that's 16 years. That's a long time of pushing down struggle you know, of, of repressing struggle, of just dealing with it, of numbing it. And then the habits created within that were compoundingly growing. Mm-hmm. Um, more you know, trauma. Right, mm-hmm. more trauma. Mm-hmm. And so that's 16 years of development in a very harsh direction. What would you say to somebody that's in that place that you found yourself? Because it, at a certain point in time, 
you can be so far in a hole, you can't see light. Yeah, you're exactly right, bro. And what I would say is that you either need to wake the fuck up or let it play out. And, and, and I'm serious about that. I've sat, I've tried, bro. I've, since I was there, yeah. I tried, I've tried to help hundreds of people that are in that spot and they won't change. They don't want it. And that it's, it's a sad truth. I believe that mostly men have to hit some type of rock bottom or wake up call in their life for them to finally man the fuck up and build their life to, you know, to a higher standard. You know, like I could talk to 35 year olds, 40 year olds, 50 year olds, 60 year olds all day, but someone that's 30 or 25, they don't mm -hmm. fucking hear me. And yeah. so why do you I mean, think that is? It's just a, a matter of maturity, in my opinion, and experience that wisdom, right? Because I, I believe our biggest fear and everyone's biggest fear in life, whether they say it is or not, is death. And the closer you step to that, the more you start to go fuck, I'm not invincible. I'm not going to be here forever. Something needs to change. Or like you look around, people are successful and you're still broke. Mm -hmm. You're still a piece of shit. You're still drinking, going to the bar. Mm -hmm. And some people never, never see that day. Right. And honestly, I believe that's, that was their purpose to be, to, to be here and not learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to keep running from pain. And, and it's just, it's a sad truth. Well, it's, I believe that's it's not everybody's built to be that might be good enough for them to satisfy whatever pain yeah as long as they're still producing beer <laughs> or as long as they're still yeah. producing you know some sort of something for me to numb this pain i'll be okay yeah you know and that's that's as far as you're going to get i hate to They've say settled. it but you know yeah you you have settled and yeah. there are people that live out their entire life that way because I mean, and, and it's just, it's a matter of you've plateaued. Yeah. It's, it's a matter of your standards in yeah. life. When you raise your standards, you change the way you don't want people to treat you wrong. You start mm -hmm. to, you know, talk different, walk different, mm -hmm. you know, communicate different. Mm -hmm. And, and with that comes what you want more success or whatever. But when your standards so low and you're just doing the bare minimum and that's all you need to do to survive. Right. Bro, you let people walk all over you. Right. You let right. people, you'll walk all over everybody else. And I see right. that there's a gap in our, in our society right now. It's getting bigger and bigger. Like there's a, there's a lot of people in that area where they're just standards are so low. Like mm -hmm. they don't, they don't have to work because they're getting paid. Like that's the lowest standard in my opinion, mm -hmm. next to homelessness. And mm -hmm. I've been there mm -hmm. because even if I lost my job, I would find some way to go earn my money because my standard is higher than being lazy. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think our standards are like the foundation of, of our behaviors. And they're also your choice. Mm -hmm. Cause somebody says, well, well, I don't like where I'm at right now. Okay. Why? Well, be because I want more, you know, and okay, well, what are you going to do to change that? Well, I don't know. Well, the first step is to admit yourself to yourself that you actually do want more. Yeah. You know, if, if you go through X amount of time in your life, let's say you go through the next six months and you would like nicer things, but you're not willing to work for them. Well, then you don't actually want more. 
Right. <laughs> you, know, you, you have to choose to up your standard and your standard is what you are willing to accept and what you are not willing to accept. And that's yes. something as simple as how clean is your kitchen sink? How clean is it on a regular basis? Like, yeah. let's start with something simple that's achievable. You know, is your sink and your kitchen always messy? Well, do you, do you enjoy somebody walking into somebody else's kitchen that isn't messy? So right. you appreciate a higher standard, but you don't want one because you're not willing to enforce that in your own life. Yeah. Your ambitions need, you know, need to match what comes out of your mouth. Right. Your actions need to meet your ambitions. Like what you want and what you do are two completely different things. A lot of people right. need to stop dreaming and start doing. Right. And see what they're, I think the, the main thing is that a lot of people don't know what they're made of. They don't know what they're capable of. Right. And I can tell you right now, I didn't either. And when I tested that, mm-hmm. I was extremely surprised, like beyond, I, I didn't know, like I, I'm in the top 1% performers in this world, as far as what I do. Like, I yeah. know that. And I had yeah. no idea I was capable of that until I tried. You don't have to believe in yourself to begin. The belief comes after mm-hmm. the work. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be motivated to start working. It's, uh, it's never going to be the right time. It's never going to, you're never going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Discipline is a decision and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's it. It's mm-hmm. a decision. And so it's failing. Life does, circumstance doesn't fail you. Yeah. I don't care if your mom dies, you yeah. made the decision yeah. to quit. It doesn't have to affect you. And that, and that just takes us right back to that core character. Mm-hmm. Who are you whenever things going right. bad? You know? It, mindset doesn't cost anything. Nope. Mindset doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost you anything to choose. And, and that's like for, I don't, it, it blows my mind on why it's so hard for somebody to make a different choice. You have to understand if you want something more out of your life, if you want something better, if you want to change your situation, that'll never happen unless you choose to want it first. If you don't choose to want a clean kitchen sink, the dishes will never get done. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that a lot of people's battles are mental limitations, which Mm. is basically how you, how were you raised? Yeah. Your parents put into you beliefs that you have a hard time breaking. If it doesn't matter if you're from India or America, they think they're right. We think we're right. Mm-hmm. guess who's right nobody's right nobody's wrong that's what they believe it works for them this is what we believe it works for them you have to open up your mind and literally if you want something insanely like a lot of success you want to build a huge business mm-hmm. you have to kill your old self yeah. and relearn everything that's a that's a fact yeah you only know what you were taught you you have to look outside of your four walls there's so much information out there and if you're closed-minded in 2022 with mm-hmm. mass amounts of information coaches there there's so much shit out there people will teach you how to make seven figures you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and you're like no i'm gonna figure it out on my own right well the, okay yeah you have to do the work on your own yeah it's not like they're gonna do it for you <laughs> <laughs> right that's but, people and, don't want to get a coach like and they think that i'm gonna go move their arms and feed them food like that's i'm right. just gonna write you a plan bro like right well, okay and, ask for help. and when, when you said earlier how it's easier for you to talk to somebody that's, that's in a higher age category than younger, 
I mean, you hear so often in your life that people spend the earlier year, let's just say their 20s. They don't really start, quote unquote, taking their life seriously until they're in their 30s. Yeah. I think, and, and then it's like, well, all right. They, you almost fault the, fault the younger generation for saying, the, if you're not taking this seriously now at early 20s, you're leaving a lot on the table. And, and then they fault the younger generation for being young. Like there's, yeah. Could somebody jumpstart their life at 18 years old, at 22 years old? Absolutely. They could, but it's okay if they don't, they're not wrong. Or, Or let's say they're not a bad person. They're not dysfunctioning. I truly believe that sometimes the brick you get hit with is your twenties. Like you, (laughs) you have to, hopefully, honestly, right. Well, you have to experience those, those years of, I'm just going to enjoy my life and mess around for a little bit and I'll get serious later. Or, and then it takes those times in your early twenties, early to mid twenties in order to realize, all right, well, now that I've experienced life enough to realize that I can take things seriously, still enjoy the areas I want to enjoy and progress yeah. everywhere. By the time you've lived enough life to experience that, you're in your 30s. You're in your late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And so you've either got to get inside the mind of an early 20-year-old and, and dig down deep in order to find something that motivates him to change his lifestyle, or you plain just understand that all right your mindset is going to change in about five to six years yeah you know how to fast track that turn a 20 20 year old into a mature i mean a straight up successful person Mm -hmm. change who they hang out with don't even that's it bro like raise your kids in an environment i'm not saying that it's going to help it may make them worse it it doesn't you'll never know Mm -hmm. but if your kid is willing to be around people that are winning Mm-hmm. He is going to win. You put a kid around kids that are wanting to drink and do drugs. He's mm-hmm. going to do that unless your kid's a natural born leader. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. Well, if they're a natural born leader, they're just, there's something that's not going to add up inside them. Yeah. If they're a natural born leader hanging around with people that are just not, not that way, they're either going to naturally progress in their life and they're not going to let their environment hold them down for too long. Or something's not going to compute right with them and and they're, and they're going to end up processing in their mind, like, I need to change something. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but I'm just not okay with my current situation. Yeah. You know, which just further, further pushes you're a product of your environment. Yeah. There's a dark and a light place in any personality. Like you can be a true leader and be the worst influence in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what I was, bro. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're a leader it, in the wrong direction. <laughs> exactly. You're powerful at that Follow point. Follow me down this know? path of destruction. <laughs> it can be good and bad. Like that's it. I mean, you choose your path and yeah, I believe that all the battles that you put yourself through at 20 are going to shape you if they hurt enough. And if you learn from them to make you into that 30 year old, that's like going out and taking chances and staying sober. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, you know, it's, it's just hit or miss in the beginning and 
it's like there's just a point where you have to take responsibility you're like hey i'm at this age now where like it's no one's fault like it doesn't matter what so-and-so did to you it doesn't matter what your parents did it doesn't matter what your friends did at this point in time you are the only one that can do anything yeah and if you're going to blame anybody for the bad in your life blame them for the good too right straight up well that's there's there's a lot of truth to that yeah um i heard gary v say something not too long ago this is the first time i've heard him say it apparently he says it a lot but sometimes people accept others taking advantage of them so they have somebody to blame hmm that's powerful i'm willingly going to put myself in this situation i have an idea that the outcome is not going to be in my favor because i've been here before but who would i have to blame otherwise wow you know, yeah. because if you willingly put not engage yourself in that situation, you don't have anybody to blame but yourself. So yes. it's almost easier to set up the blame away from you ahead of time. And I feel that we can get into that manipulation, manipulation, of, but it's manipulation of yourself because we might not even always realize that we're doing that. We've just developed this pattern of habits that's it lack of self-awareness right lack of self-awareness and man you either really need to you either have to get to a place of you're sick and tired of getting taken advantage of or you really want to change your environment until you're open to being honest with yourself yeah the the daily it it takes a daily habit in my opinion to Mm -hmm. become well aware of yourself and figure out who your true identity is yeah um, it takes you sitting down in quietness and thinking, why do I think like this? And why do I act like this? And why are these negative things happening to me? Mm-hmm. And if you can switch that to me to for me, then you're winning. Like life happens for you, not to you. Right. Everything happens for you. Like it's, yeah. nothing's against you. And that's where we get back into the embracing the pain and the struggle because I believe my, my true belief is that every human being is given a like, set amount of pain in their life yeah. to get them from the time they're born, to the time they die yeah. and, and hopefully and free will, and hopefully they'll pick the right path of that pain and learn from it. And they'll find their purpose in that. Right. P- pick the right path, meaning pick the right uh, response. The response, the reaction, yes, like, yes. oh, I'm like where we get back into the character, like, oh, this is happening for me. Like something, something's happening. I'm going to stay calm. Right. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to make it worse. I'm not going to start drinking. I'm not going to get off my diet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's definitely, I think if you're more disciplined, you have a better chance of finding your purpose. Your purpose has a better chance of finding you. I mean, you know, well, if you look at, if you look at struggle, like you said, um, you know, we are essentially destined to have a certain amount of struggle and a certain amount of pain that has our name on it. Yeah. If I feel like when you get to a point to where you realize the benefit of that, then you welcome more pain, which is, I feel like where you're coming from with embracing struggle is okay. For example, so for me and my business, we've grown quite a bit over the last year and which with each level of growth comes new challenges. The next one is hopefully bigger than the one that we previously went through, because that means that we're growing. 
If our challenges are getting bigger and more expensive and more risk involved and more liability, that means we're growing. Right. You know, and I, it hit me. I, I, I think I mentioned this um, very recently. It might even be in, in the last podcast episode, but um, it, it's because it hit me so hard is that there was a, a, a point to where a piece of equipment went down, one of, our, one of our most valuable pieces. And the dealership was expecting me to come unglued because that's how people normally react in that situation. Yeah. They were shocked because I was calm about it. And, and they said that to me. They said, well, you seem pretty calm. I says, look, a year ago or at the beginning of this season, I wasn't planning on having these struggles. <laughs> so yes. we are already ahead of the game. Why do I have to be mad? What, what do I have to be mad about that? Right. You know, it's a waste of energy. It know? is a waste of energy. And that's it. Like, but uh, what I suggest people that deal with these um, out of hand reactions to people, to things, maybe you look at the news and you're just like, oh, you get pissy for the day is putting yourself in the right mindset in the beginning of the day and preparing yourself for these tests. I mean, that is my main thing. That morning routine is everything to me. If I don't do things correctly in the morning, I'm not who I should be. I, I will react to things like I know myself very well. And so I have to put myself in this position where I'm thinking correctly, where I, I'm like, something's going to happen today and I'm not going to react to it. Right. Right. Being in way more, if you can be in control of your emotions, you're winning. Right. Well, and that comes premeditated. People mm -hmm. think that, well, this is, I'm just going to react how I'm going to react. No, if you don't prepare for that, you know, like you said, if I don't prepare myself for my day, I'm going to be reactive. Yeah. A very good, like it's, it's, it's almost a non-negotiable that if you don't prepare for something, you're not going to be prepared. I mean, it's, it's a little bit redundant, but what does that look like for your day? Wake up before you have to. Yeah, that's it. If you have to be somewhere at seven o'clock and it takes you 30 minutes to drive there and it takes you five minutes to throw on some clothes, that doesn't mean that you wake up at 625. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. means that whatever you have to do to get ready for your day, to get your mind right to where you can take a breath and say, all right, let's go. I'm ready. Whatever that process looks like ahead of time before you, like that's preparing yourself. Yeah. This is a game changer, bro, for your audience. If you want to change the whole game, ask yourself, why do I wake up? Mm. You wake up for money. Mm -hmm. You wake up for work. You wake up for kids. Mm -hmm. That's normal, right? That's the game changer. Wake up for the intention to better yourself. So when you step out in this world, mm -hmm. you are well prepared to handle any adversity mm -hmm. and it will change your life. Mm -hmm. We always, like most Americans, wake up for the thing that stresses us out the most. Yeah. You know, and we're just, we start off on the wrong foot. We yeah. flip on the Instagram and we're like, oh, fucking politics. And right. we're just like, it just ruins us. And then we take that, and we spread it. Like, you, if you're a leader too, you definitely got to keep your energy at a level that is going to empower and help the people that you're leading. Yep. If you go into work mad, guess what? You're, it's going to hurt your, your income. It's going to hurt your business revenue, your everything, right. Right. you know, it's very, very important that even if you're a father, even if you're a wife, even if 
you, you know, your husband, your self-development, your personal development is a foundation of all your success. Your success will never exceed your level of personal development, period. It's the number one thing that needs to be up here, not your finances, not your business. You need to come first. And so that's why you wake up earlier and put, you wake up for you so that you can be the best father, the best business owner, the you know what I mean? changes the game so that i i I believe you a hundred percent an argument to that yeah would be well i won the lottery and i no longer live in a trailer park like what about that like i didn't okay yes i understand that your situation changed drastically for the better that doesn't mean that you can say that your lack of effort brought success. Hmm. Your lack of effort will keep you from maintaining that success. Exactly. Because that's not success. That's luck. All right. You have been blessed with something that you didn't have before. What you do with it determines the success. What What are you doing with it? Because what happens, and this is statistics, is that people that don't know how to earn that type of money don't understand what it takes to keep it. And so, no, you weren't successful. You were lucky. And a lot of times it destroys people. Right. What happens in your response to that luck determines whether or not you're actually successful. Yep. 100%. So you start a business and you're hustling, you're grinding like we all have to. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom, you go viral and you you get 150 clients in one day. Right. Now you're killing it. Now you're this big shot and everybody's looking at you and now you got the car and the house. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to the grind? Like, what are you, are you, did you get a, like good habits down? Like, how's your health? You know, a lot of people like that, they drop the gym. They don't have to do it anymore. They start partying mm-hmm. and they burn that shit down. Mm-hmm. Like it, what, like this, I believe that like God won't give you something that's going to destroy you unless there's a purpose for that destruction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which, which you might not see right now, but you will later. Yeah. Everything's yin yin yang, bro. (laughs) Everything's got a a side effect. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you have to, that, that we'll call it, just call it overnight success. It's not success. It's be, and, and, and here's why it's because you haven't, unless you have developed the tools that's required in order to to sustain it. That's not success. Yeah. Just, you know, it's, you didn't do something right. Unless you have already started building those, those. And and honestly, I feel like, because I, everybody goes through those points. What would I do if I won the lottery? What would I do if thinking that money is just going to solve all your problems? Personally, I feel like that would be a little bit more scary because when you actually start to think about it, like, oh, I guess I don't really know what I would do with that. You're right. You don't know because you haven't put in the time in order to learn what those types of lessons, what what that type of responsibility requires. You didn't get lucky. You got responsible. You got responsibilities placed on your shoulder and and the, the difference of do you know what to do with it or not? Yeah. If you're not putting in the, the, the framework ahead of time, discipline discipline you're gonna crash and burn yep that's it man uh, build something sustainable by by working your ass off and, and 
And I mean, that's it, bro. That's why it should take long. It should take a while mm-hmm. to get successful. It, mm-hmm. And I'm, in my opinion, if you're not happy today, billion dollars ain't going to make you happy either. Oh, no. It's not. You no. may like, yeah, you can be happy in certain points, but it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's value. It's has no value at that point. You know, right. like it does something to you. Like I've, I've won randomly and it it's not the same as almost a struggle. You know what I mean? Because there's no, there's no earn behind it. Yeah. You didn't earn anything. It doesn't represent anything. Yeah. Your reward should represent the struggle that you went through. If you get a reward with no representation, then what is it really to you? Nothing. Yeah. That's why our country is so fucked. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, why would, why do you feel that people, I mean, obviously the purpose of pain. All right. So let's, b- before I ask this question, I'm going to ask another one good pain versus bad pain or good struggle versus bad struggle. I'm trying to tap back into my past and my whole past was like bad struggle, right? Because it was just, I wasn't in a good place. And now when I struggle, it's, I feel that it's good struggle because I'm not like trying to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. maybe self-sabotage would be a bad struggle. Maybe situations you put yourself in, you know, could be a bad struggle. But honestly, I, I don't think it matters. I believe that struggle all has the same purpose. And that's to direct you and guide you because pain is our biggest motivator. Mm-hmm. It, it's our biggest motivator. It either gets us off our ass or it gets us to change yeah. our thinking, right? Like something's got to change. Right. That's why I hate drugs so much though, because it numbs that. It yeah. keeps you from feeling that. Yeah. And a lot of other things too, vices, all, all sorts of vices. So I feel like a, a place to where somebody can misunderstand bad struggle or, or good struggle is in the area of relationships to where you've invested something of yourself in a bad relationship. And you think, well, if I put in like the pain will be worth the reward if, or when, mm. you know, like if I just put in more time, like it has to, something else has to come out of this. If I just, you know, and that, that comes out in the form of if we just have a kid, if we just get married, if we just, then things will change. And that's what I, that, that's kind of what I was something that was popping up in my mind when it, when it comes into bad struggle is like, look, you have to understand what impression this is making on your life. Is it positive or is it negative? Yeah, I get it. I, I think that maybe you're looking for an environmental change, like your marriage to get better, your life to get better. But what I see is the internal change of what's mm-hmm. happening to mm-hmm. you inside of you that you can't see, but changes your outlook on life. It changes the way you work. It changes the way, you, I mean, it humbles you. And when you're humbled, man, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I was an extremely angry person and then life hit me, bro. And this was after I got better. Like life hit me hard and I thought I was the shit, dude. And I just, I got humbled to the point where I was like, you know what, dude, I am not who I thought I was. And it changed everything. And then it set me on this path to success. So I believe that everything has like a compound effect to it. It starts inside of you. Yeah. So you, and I think it's just really trying, it's finding your true identity. 
you know, being becoming more self-aware yeah. is what's happening. Right. So yeah. a, a word of, and I mean, you've, you've heard of people picking words for the year that they really want to focus and improve on. Um, mine for this year is a line because if, a, if I'm going to align something, that means I know where I'm going. Yeah. For one thing. So pick and choose and decide what you want, where you're going, where you're, where you're trying to get to. My purpose for choosing that word is that if what I'm involving myself with isn't in a line with what I want, that means it has no place in my life. Yep. And there's there comes a point to where you have to realize when you're in those places of bad struggle. Yes. It's good because it gives you the opportunity for growth. Understanding like, okay, let's, let's say your environment is with drug addicts. Okay. Not the best environment to be in. Yeah. But you're going to, you're going to feel somewhat of a camaraderie because everybody is in this cesspool together. You know, and so right. you're, you're all there hoping for a better change, but it's good because it gives you the opportunity for growth. You need to realize that it's not a place that you need to be in based on where you want to be, where you want to go. If it doesn't align with where you want to progress, where you would like to see yourself, you have to give yourself a deadline onto when you're going to choose to still involve yourself with that or not. Hmm. Would, you, would you agree with that? Yeah, I believe that three things can can take you very far. One is setting a goal, a vision. Mm -hmm. Two is having a deadline. Mm -hmm. And three is having accountability. Hmm. I believe those three things will take you as far as you want to. Like, I don't think that everything's meant to, it's hard to hold yourself accountable. So that's, yeah. It's, it's good to have a friend or another business owner, like even me and you, Kyle, like yeah. checking on each other and setting goals with each other. Yeah. But like if your daily habits aren't aligned with your vision, yeah. it's simply not going to happen. Like all your behaviors have to align with it. Mm -hmm. and what I like to do is, is like picture and envision an actual in, in description of who that person is that you're trying to become. Yeah. What does he do? How does he act? You know, what is his character? What, what, what cologne does he smell? Like, like, yeah. And align yourself. Smell that person. Yeah. And, and make it a daily thing to envision that. Like I sit down in darkness and I, and I think about my vision. I see myself on stage in front of thousands of people. That's my vision. Mm -hmm. That's all I see. I don't, I don't know who I'm in front of or where I am, yeah. but I do know that in order to become that person, I had to put in the daily habits I have now right to do that and so what happens when you align your daily habits with the vision that you want is the anxiety goes away because yeah. you know where the fuck you're headed yeah and it's just a beautiful thing now you just got to put in the time right well and the eric rogers that's standing in front of thousands of people and feeding and providing value for them at what point do you decide to start the traits and habits of that eric rogers you start that now immediately you don't start it when that happens, because that's not what gets you there. Yeah. You know, the Eric Rogers that's standing in front of thousands of people, he has habits like X, Y, and Z. So does that mean that you wait to 
implement into your life those X, Y, and Z habits until you've achieved where you want to be? No. No. You, <laughs> you do that now. Yeah. Uh, to, your, to your reach, right? Like right. start where you can actually start. Like right. I want to be a public speaker. I have to start with who's going to listen to me. Right. And I have to become valuable to them. Right. And then it, you'll see it start to grow, which it has, man. Like, fuck, I've been on like 12 podcasts in the last three months. Like, yeah. And it's well, just crazy. And if, if you're not practice, you have to practice what you want to preach first. You yes. can't preach it and then not practice it. Like you have to practice it and then people will want you to preach about it. But yeah. If you want to change someone's outlook on life or perspective or habits, you have to be who you want them to be. Right. And then they'll follow. Right. True leadership. Lead by example. Make it your identity, though. It's not what you do. It's who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you think people resist pain? It's uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) It's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and I can say that by experience, even now, like my, our, my first reaction is like, oh man, like this sucks. Right. And so with that self-awareness, you can, you can remember like, oh no, this is, this is what's supposed to happen. This is, people just don't have that, that reflection where they, they're not seeing that there's a purpose to it. Honestly, like I like to repeat the purpose of pain is growth. The purpose of pain is growth. And people Mm -hmm. are like, what? That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It's because we weren't taught that Mm -hmm. we were taught to through marketing and through America, bro, comfort, pleasure. Yeah. Food was not for function. It's not right. Yes, bro. Like now food, if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to have it. I can't (laughs) buy it. It's like, that's what's fucking wrong. That's why you can't build a business. That's why you make eight, eight bucks an hour. That's why your your kids hate you. That's why you're fat as fuck. Like, because you need pleasure and that sacrifice of pleasure will increase your commitment level. Yeah. And your consistency level. Yeah. You got to get rid of the things that hold you back, which is all pleasure and comfort. Yeah. You know, and you got to check yourself every day. Like, am I, am I being a bitch right now? Am I comfortable? Right. And if you are, you need to step it up. Maybe, maybe you reached out to that small crowd and now you got comfortable talking to them. Well, what's next, bro? And I think there's, so comment on this is that there's different levels of comfort. Because this is something that I wrestle with with myself is that when you get to the point where you're just plain okay with uncomfortability, I don't really have a good way to explain this and maybe you can help me out with it. But if I feel comfortable, that is uncomfortable for me. Mm. Like I strive with like, if I feel like my stress meter going down, like I got to add something else, (laughs) you know, like we got to, we got to take another risk. We got to do something. This is what I believe. I believe that we as humans, I don't care who you are. We seek chaos. We seek pain. We seek stress because our, our like physiology wants to grow. Like we want to, I don't even know if that's the right word. We want to grow yeah. to like a core, like it's our instinct, right? Yeah. Our yeah. DNA wants to grow. So we'll actually go find drama. We'll go find fucking problems yeah. that don't even make sense. Right. But when you put that, that chaos and pain into your life intentionally mm-hmm. through like 
man, you're, I'm going to build a business, bro. Yeah. And that, that's and what I'm relating it to is exactly. Yep. And then you, you stop seeking the chaos outside. Like I believe that that's a, it's a healthy way. Like that's the type of stress mm-hmm. you need to be seeking. Right. It's the one that, you know, there's an ROI, there's a payoff. To right. It. Right. Right. And so that's where like, I'm comfortable with the level of discomfort that I'm experiencing. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. It does. It's just, it's become your normal. Yeah. And so if there's a certain amount of discomfort, like it's now the challenges that we're facing are becoming easy or becoming too easy. Let's, let's say that becoming too easy. Step it up. Right. You step (laughs) it up. And so I was, uh, uh, so a, a kid that works for me, he would, he wanted, he wanted to talk with me, talk through some stuff. We met for about, I don't know, it, start to end. It was about three hours and we had this whole whiteboard all, I mean, we filled it up and cleared it and filled it five times over. And at the end of it, we basically had these graphs of his growth, you know, in, in two different scenarios, just your personal graph with time over money as time goes on, your money should grow or money, money, but money can be represented in any sort of value. As time goes on, X should grow. And how that, how that transferred to towards the end of that conversation is your level of discomfort is going to be very close, very close to your level of growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's almost going to be above it because in order to grow, you have to dip below your comfort level in order to come back up. Yeah. So, that discomfort without growth can like last a long time sometimes. Right. Right. A long time. Like you may not see growth for three years and you're right. struggling, bro. And you're pushing as hard as you can. That's right. called right. the grind. Right. Don't right. give up. And I'll, and I'll be honest, like I find myself in that position right now, like today, <laughs> And like, there's, there's areas I realize there's been lots of growth through discomfort, but me entering into starting a very high overhead business, I didn't sign up for a deadline of when I was going to reach or cross over certain hurdles. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, we're at three and a half years right now. And, and it's been a theme. And I think mainly because we're in the middle of winter. So, you know, the truth is, is the sun isn't out very much. Yeah. We are not, um, we're in our off season. So we're not like, we literally, our income is pretty much down to a halt, which is fine mm-hmm. because I prepared for that. But you slow down to where it's like, all right, I've got to make new patterns and new habits throughout my day to keep my momentum there. And then you, and then I will reflect on when is it going to come back to where I'm experiencing different challenges? Because I don't, in the form of I'm not paying myself very much as far as what the business pays me, because I want it to get to a point to where it's pretty much self-sustainable. And that requires just lots of cash, you know? So yeah, you hear, all right, you're going to get, and this, you hear things from people that are, that are ahead of you, not beyond, not above, just ahead, you know? And then you'll hear things like, it will come back full circle towards you and the efforts that you're putting in right now, you will be rewarded from. 
Four. Just don't give up. Just don't give up. And I will be completely honest. I am in that space right now where it's like, man, <laughs> I hope that they are right because this is not easy. Yeah. It's, isn't it weird? It's like building a business. It's like going out of business every month. You're like, yeah. that's how it is for me. It's like, every, yeah. it's like every month it's like, oh, fuck, holding on your seats. <laughs> like I can't pay my people. And right. then all of a sudden, boom, a check clears. And you're like, right. well, and like then- it's crazy, bro. And especially when I am investing into myself, I've spent more on personal development in the last year over I've put in my pocket. Yeah. You know, I just, I, uh, next week I'm going to a conference in Florida. It's costing me $4,000 to go there. I have not spent for like the only thing I value and put into myself is in the personal, like I don't go buy toys yeah. Don't go spend a lot of money on stuff that's just for personal gain and make me feel better to, to flash it. I don't, I don't do that because I know that the work that I have to put in now is going to be placed in these areas. And I will tell you what, my truthful, my, my, my honest feelings right now is it's not as easy as it sounds to spend $4,000 on a two and a half day growth event when I haven't taken a vacation in three and a half years. It's like, should I have, should I have, you know, given myself something as a reward for this? I don't know. Right now, it feels like the bigger sacrifice is not going to be the vacation I'm not taking. It's going to be the lessons I'm not learning. Yeah. You know, you'll never know if it was the right decision or not, but they'll always be, like you said, it always come back full circle. Mm-hmm. as long as you don't give up and right man like i i i mean your podcast is called the seven day hustle mm-hmm. for a reason yeah and i mean let me ask you this if, if you didn't put any money into your personal development since you started this business where would you be where you're at no we, we would be and i can truthfully say this we would be half of where we were this year okay we would be a quarter of where we're going to be next year you know, and, and, and so on and so forth. Yep. So we have doubled every year because of that. With that being said, it's important. It's just, right. it's, it's more important than fucking time off. Like you, right. your, your success will never exceed your personal development. Right. That's where I come in, bro. That's what I help right. business owners with right. that exactly. And just, right. it's amazing. Right. It's amazing to see people just like click and they're like, I didn't even fucking know that was blocking me. Yep. And they just go kill it. Right. You know? Well, and there's there's a certain amount of stamina that's needed. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, embracing struggle is one thing. That's a choice. Stamina isn't as easy to choose. Yeah. How long can you take it? <laughs> <laughs> How long can you take it? How long are you willing to take it? 16 fucking years I took it. <laughs> right. I can well, take you, anything now. You weren't <laughs> you know what I mean? You weren't going through those 16 years knowing that's what you were doing. All you were trying to do mm-hmm. is survive and maintain. Right. But I can feel I, I have a tolerance. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that that was the the one of the purposes of that pain. Right. Was to build my stamina, to build my right. tolerance for what I'm going to have to deal with to get where I'm going. Right. 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 You know so. what you're capable of because of what you've endured on the back side on the bottom side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I, I say is if you've been fed your whole life, it's yeah. hard to be hungry. Yeah. Embrace the struggle, bro. Yeah. 
like it's good for you. Eric, if you could, if you could give somebody a, a phrase that they could repeat in their head, like as, as a, if you want to leave somebody with nothing, if you remember nothing else about this podcast, remember this. Okay. If you can be grateful for your breath alone, you are unstoppable. So what that means is if you take everything away from a man, that's his true character. So you want to get to this level where you can wake up just grateful that you're alive. And for that reason only, that should make you happy and excited to go kill it today. Not the money, not anything else, but just because you're alive. If you can be um, happy on that level, then you'll never lose, bro. Nothing else. More time, because that is definitely a statement that takes like it it catches your thoughts. You know, it, it captures your thoughts. Say that one more time. If you can be grateful for your breath alone, you are unstoppable. That's killer. Yeah. I love that. I know, bro. How do people find you? Um, Instagram is, is my, the best source to reach me at. Um, mm-hmm. I post multiple content every day and try to bring a lot of value to my followers. Mm-hmm. The real Eric Rogers. So it's actually the real underscore Eric Rogers. Okay. And um I mean, hit me up on my DM if you guys want to talk or anything. I'm, yeah. I respond to messages. Okay. So, Is that um, then, both active on Instagram? Um, yeah, always. Okay. Is that what you ask? Always active? Are, are you most active? Yeah, mostly. Mostly. That's where I kind of build the most. Um, yeah. But if you guys want to go to www.rogersfitnessacademy.com, you could see a little bit more of what I do and with my clients and the results I've given them. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, with me having guests on this podcast, my goal is not to push you as a person and what you're doing. My goal is to let's talk about something that you can speak in depth about and passionately about, because the value that you produce with that topic is going to naturally attract other people, the listeners to you. Who is this dude? Who is Eric Rogers? What does he do? Like I'm, I'm, I really like what he had to say then they're going to go find out who you are and search you out that way. I love it. I love you know, it. That, that's my, I would rather draw attraction to you on that aspect than yeah. to interview you. You know what I yeah. mean? There, there's if you guys, if you want to hear my crazy story, you'll just, just go in my, my link in my bio, in my Instagram, <laughs> on my website, and you'll see like uh, 10 podcasts. I tell my story. If you guys want to hear it, yeah. it's, it's pretty insane, but I, I like this, the way you did this man. And it's, you just started right yeah you you so you are going to be it will be the fourth the third full episode because i'm doing like full episodes every other week and then a short series episode in between uh, flip-flopping weeks that so i'll have something putting being put out every week so you're going to be the third full episode nice i love it yeah i'm glad to help brother which is perfect with who it lines up afterwards. Uh, me and a buddy of mine talked about habits and um, discipline before that. And not to, not to get down this rabbit hole, but we got on the topic of environment and uh, in, I'm sorry, excuse me, accountability through environment. Hmm. Because if you tell somebody, hey, can you hold me accountable? 
they're only accountable to a level that you're willing to allow them. Yeah. If you place yourself, if, if you want to get, if you want to get, uh, uh, enhance your fitness and you place yourself in a class that that's what you're there for, your environment promotes your purpose, but the accountability comes natural. Yeah. Everybody is there for the same purpose. Everybody is there for X. And so it's not a matter of you have to ask them to hold you accountable. You naturally feel accountable when they say, Hey, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> or, or they give you a high five, like good job. You know? And so do we, we got into it on that topic quite a bit. Nice that episode. And it was, oh, I have to listen, dude, it was, it was great. It's, it's a long one. It's almost two hours long, but we, uh, yeah, hopefully they listen to the whole thing. That's, I'm going to have to, that's something I'm feeling out as time goes on. Yeah. You know, and, and sure. it goes back to the progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. If I look for a perfect podcast and a perfect time and a perfect content, I'll never have a podcast. Yeah, feel the it out, bro. one is the one that exists. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it, man. Well, so, that's cool, dude. I, I want to start my own at the end of the year, so I'll have to meet with you and talk to you about that. Yeah, I, I don't know much, but I'll tell you what I do. Cool. So, now, right, I got man. like, I got a lot of big network with podcasters. I can introduce you to them, get them on your show as well. Yeah, I would, I would greatly appreciate that. So Eric, thank you very much. I appreciate this a lot. I very much value your, just your stance, your opinion, your history, your, you know, your, your lesson. I appreciate you as a person. So thank you very thank much, you, brother. Agreeing to come of on course. Here. Thank so, you for having me, brother. You're welcome. See ya.